I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen. Well, thank you to our Facebook viewers and of course those listening to the podcast. I cannot believe it. We've got two episodes left after this. Oh my gosh. We are going to be recapping 90 Day Fiancé the other way, flight or fight. How are you doing, Coupon Queen Pen? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I am excellent. These couples are nuts. Indeed. Indeed. So much happened last night where I'm just like, (laughs) where do we even begin? I don't know. I don't know. Um, wow. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's get these two out of the way. Like they were just about the entire episode. Uh, Ariella and Binium. Because it was like, the, they just might as well have made the episode about them. It was just like, what the heck? Um, so we've got Ariella and Binium, and, you know, I will say this. Uh, Princess Andre can kind of learn something from this guy. He's got like three, four jobs. Like literally three or four. And um, he's definitely working all times of the day. So Ariel is feeling a bit lonely at home because, of course, she can't work. And he's all over the place, including being his uh, butt drum dancing self. (laughs) I I thought, I I don't know, didn't you get the impression that he had quit the whole nightclub dancer thing? Uh, I don't think so. I still feel like he's still doing it. Like he, he does mention later on the episode, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit that he was going to go singing. So I'm like, you're, he's, I think he's still in the nightclub scene. Oh, he's definitely in the nightclub scene. He's definitely in the nightclub scene. He's probably somewhere playing the butt drums, you know, giving butt drum drumming classes. I don't know. But he, uh, these two are like, it seems at first kind of like they're okay. But then she's, you know, here, here kicks in the Ariella craziness. And, and it's, it's like, it's almost like timing. I feel like I'm timing when Darcy's going to cry. You know, it's kind of like two minutes in and then we're going left. Yeah. So it, it's like, okay. So, you know, but her thing is, you know, I've had this baby and I need help and he's never here. Like he told you he had to work. 
what is it she wants from this man? I mean, he if if he could clone himself, but then again, guess what? If a bun if we could all clone ourselves, a lot of us would go for it. We could be in several places at once. Oh but yeah, I, I would love that. I mean, but come on, like she's just like, oh my gosh, I I can't and and it's just too much and and I need help with a baby and nobody's here. And I was expecting her to start having that panic attack that she had when, um, you know, when when her mom left when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. She didn't, guys. That was a good thing. She's just like, you know, but she is finding out that it's not easy, you know, breastfeeding a baby and all this stuff. I don't know what she was thinking. Like, did she just think that the baby was just going to be like, eh? Okay, I'm gonna let you sleep now. <laughs> uh, Ariella, okay, so we remember that she says, Well, baby, you have to work, you have to work, like, you know, we you have to support us, you have to support us. This, like, she just kept going on and on. And then all of a sudden, when Binyam's like, Okay, yeah, you know, I have three jobs, I can get another fourth one, and you know, I, I will support the family, I'll support the family. Now, going back to last night's episode of what she said a couple of months ago where she kept saying like, you have to work, you have to work. And then all of a sudden the baby's here and everything. I I feel like she can't make up her mind. Like, what is it that you want? What is it that you're looking for here? Because Binyam is working his butt off. He is working his butt off to the point of clearly we know that he's working four jobs and she's still not happy now it's more like well i need you to help me i'm alone and everything and binyam's actually been pretty nice and i have to defend him where he's been sending people to the apartment to check in on her but at least tell her that you're going to do that which again it's a newborn baby you don't know what you know it's just the baby needs to get used to the environment i don't have kids i'm just assuming this right now but you know she's she's gotten upset with him and very angry. Like, you know, you're not helping me. You're not doing the, the, you're not really helping me with the baby. You're always leaving. You always need to go to work and something. It's just, it's always something. And it kind of reminds me of like Devin, where she's trying to find excuse to leave Jing Hu. And again, right. with Ariella, it's like, you got to make up your mind here. What is it that you want? That's, that's been my thing is like, she's not sure what she wants. She's not sure you know, it's kind of like, I know you have to work, but I want you here with me. Like, he can't be in two places at once. He really cannot. First of all, I'm pretty sure if he could, it would make it easier for him to work because that way he could be at two jobs at once. But it's just like, ah. And then the whole, like, I don't know. Did you feel like his sister Wish was throwing shade? With the whole, well, you know he's around beautiful women. Oh, 100%. I feel like his family is really kind of not happy with Ariella because the way she's been overreacting and the fact that it's like, you know, he's got to work, he's got to work, he's got to do this, he's got to do that. He's Then again, he's not here, he's not here, he's not here. So I feel like Binyam actually messages his family. It seems like they're on a big group chat where you're kind of like, oh, he's having troubles with his relationship. 
oh, Ariel is yelling hit him again. And I feel like Binyam is in this family group chat and they all know what's happening. So definitely she's throwing shade at her. Oh, yeah. And then I mean, like, I, I think part of it is the other thing is, remember, she gave them such a problem about, you know, circumcision. She gave them a problem about the baptism. Like, you're, you're, for them, you're giving them problems about cultural things. And that's, that's a big, that like, especially when you come from a different culture, that is a big red flag. That's a big red flag. So it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of nuts. And then the other thing is she's, uh, she's just like, you know, I don't know what, what her plan is with him, you know, because of course they're not married, but it's like, does she even believe in marriage? Because we keep finding out that Ariella believes weird things. Like I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't expect, not expect her to say, you know, the aliens are going to come down and uh, have fun with us and play today. You know, like uh, what was it? What was his name with Natalie? Um, what's his name again? <laughs> no, the one that believed in aliens. With the with the hypothetical two year old and Mike and Mike and Mike yes yes Mike <laughs> yeah Ariella you know okay she's a first time mom I get it I get it okay obviously never experienced it but I get it I understand first time mom you're trying to you're very worried you're trying to figure things out but also too it's like you were given the opportunity to stay in the United States before you even moved out to Ethiopia. And it's like, again, does she not understand the culture? Does she not understand what she is going through? Did she not think like, uh, was she like thinking like Jenny where, you know, let's just go to India because, you know, my 401k is going to go so much further and w was that the case? Was that something that went through her mind like, Jenny, like, I'm going to go to Ethiopia, be a freelance writer, right. and make my $400 every two weeks. I'm not sure if she makes $400 every three. I'm just making this up. But did she honestly think that that money was going to go further out in Ethiopia? Uh, you know... <sighs> She no, should have thought was, about it. She was having she was having a Libby moment. You know, she thought, Daddy's just going to support me in Ethiopia. Because remember, guys, she works for her dad. This is another one that works for her dad. So, and it's just like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm so confused by this couple. I'm, I'm really unsure of where this couple is going. I think that's the thing that, that, that kind of drives me crazy about them. Yeah, definitely. And it's always all this back and forth. So her parents do, do arrive from the United States. They bring a uh, pack and play. They bring a car seat. They bring so many things. And apparently, according to TLC on their Twitter, so they've brought a pack and play car seat, a stroller, and they filled a full luggage full of diapers, wipes, and a lot of gifts from friends and family into one luggage. So very nice of the family and, of course, the parents to bring them the other necessities that they do need. And you know, Binyam is nervous. Binyam is nervous to meet her dad because he is wealthy, which that's clarifying the fact how Ariella is. Uh, she is, he is wealthy and he is a doctor. Um, we know that mom is a nurse. 
And this is the first time he's actually left the country to actually see his grandson. So this was big for him. Mom was super excited to come back and really get to meet her grandson instead of seeing through video chat and photos. Binyam really nervous, kind of just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this guy's wealthy. Like, I was probably thinking for him, like, if this guy's wealthy, what are we doing here? Why don't we live in the US? <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, why Why didn't this couple, again, why isn't this couple coming to the U.S.? But I don't know. I don't know. And, and of course, you know, he fails to mention, hey, you know what? I know your parents are coming, but uh, got to work. Like, what? <laughs> okay. Let's talk about that for a moment. So he does forget to tell her that he's got to work. Now, what do you think is the situation here? Do you think he actually forgot because he's got 3 million other jobs to attend to and probably doesn't know the schedule and he needs to fix up a Google calendar that actually reminds him what's happening and share that calendar with her? Or do you find like he's just like, you know what? I need to get away from everything because I'm going to break down. No, this, I mean, like, she's like the Godzilla of girlfriend and baby mamas. Like, okay, honestly, think about the way she, like, ambushed him when Wish had said something about girls hitting him up. And then she, 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 remember, she ambushes him in the bathroom while he's fixing the toilet. And it's just like, oh my gosh. Let me see your phone. 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 No, no, I want to see it right now. Let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. And then she grabs the phone from him. I think it was more, uh, this was actually more annoying than Princess Andre. Princess Andre was just rude, but she was just annoying. So I don't know. I, I just, uh. I think he was scared because, I mean, she's just like, at, at any little thing, she could blow up because, remember, she's like, well, my parents are coming and I don't want to fight, but I have this thing that I want to talk to him about right now. Why do you have to bring this up right now? Your parents are coming in a few hours. Can't you just hold this for a couple of days? For real. For real. <laughs> Oh, gosh, it's complicated with these two. Really, it's she's got to figure it out. Like, I know she keeps like, I feel like she's giving us in her confessionals a bunch of ultimatums. Like, I have to think this through. I have to figure it out. What's going to happen? And what are my choices after this? You know, baby cannot just keep working all the time. He does need to help me too. Like, she's very, you know, I feel like she's just like, did I make this mistake? Like, she wants him to work, but then she doesn't want him to work too much. Then she wants right. him home, and then she doesn't want him home because he has to work. It's like, there's not that balance. So, I don't know what's the future for them. They've been really quiet on Instagram. They have They've been. been really extremely quiet where we're trying to figure out what is actually yeah. happening. And I'm just like, you know what, Ariella? I don't know how you're going to figure this out. You should have known this. We've always talked about this with cultures. We talked about it with everything. And again, next right. week is going to be more of a culture thing again. Why mm -hmm. can't the baby be baptized? Why can't the baby be baptized? It's like, Ariella, have you not figured this out beforehand? This is so important with any relationship. You got two religions, figure it out. What are you going to do? And it's just like, Ariella, 
literally just opened her legs. Sorry to say this, but just opened her legs, had a baby. It kind of reminds me of Jinghu and Devin at the Lovey Hotel. I was going to say the Lovey Hotel. I mean, this is the this is kind of the thing with all the couples that like, hey, surprise, I'm pregnant. I didn't really know this person, but surprise. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Well, we're going to see what happens with these two because next week it's parents meeting the family and talking about what's going to happen to, to little Avi. <laughs> and that's the thing. I think no one is thinking. Of, I mean, everyone's saying they're thinking about Avi, but it's, it's apparent. It's like, well, this is how I'm feeling. This is my feelings, my feelings, my feelings. Look. Avi wants to sleep, eat, and poop at this point. He doesn't care who does what. <laughs> All right. So moving on to our next couple. Um, I think we should just go ahead with Jinghu and Devin. These two, again, I'm. what's the point of having them knowing that they've moved on into a relationship? They're going to a custody legal battle, whatever you want to call it. These two, honestly, I'm so over them. So we find out in this episode, which I was completely shocked, that she was actually pregnant. And I was just like, excuse me? Yeah. Another there were, but there were rumors out there. There were rumors. But in typical, in typical Devin fashion, she kind of hid everything. She hinted at it, but hid it. It's th This is, how can I put it? This is not the first 90-day couple that's kind of been like, be in our business but stay out of our business it's kind of weird um <laughs> but yeah she kind of did hint at this uh a while ago that she might have been pregnant and the rumors were out there but there was nothing to substantiate that that's the crazy part so unfortunately yeah it was hinted at but it wasn't confirmed but now it's confirmed yeah. Okay. And, you know, we do f hear about that she was actually pregnant and then she had a miscarriage. And I was still shocked by the fact that knowing that the situation that they're in, she still tried having a baby. I don't know. What do you call that? I was just uh, shocked by okay. it. No, no. Okay. H here's the word you're looking for, Angela. Irresponsible. Oh, oh sorry. Did I say that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> You definitely, <laughs> yeah, I did, because it's it's this is the same thing that happened when she had baby Taeyong, and it's just like, okay, you came back to America pregnant. Now you're you're you weren't happy when you got back to Korea. Now you're going to attempt this again and make baby number three. Yeah, it's 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 just a lack of responsibility and accountability. Tell me about it. I was just like, are you kidding me right now? When she said those words, I found out I was pregnant. I was just like, what? Say what? Wait, 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 wait a second. Did I just hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and the rest of the world. Like what? <laughs> Now, we do see a different side of Devin where she does hang out with her mother-in-law. And I was a bit shocked. They were, you know, mother-in-law found out about the whole situation, sent her a soup that's going to really help her body and also give her the nutrients that she needs. And also decides to take her out 
out to a museum. And, you know, the mom's been doing such a huge effort. The only problem is Devin wasn't really too fond of her. Let's face it. That's the reality. And don't tell me, Devin, that you tried to. You didn't yeah. try. You just yeah. literally shut her down from day one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's just been like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, she got the handbook on how to hate mother-in-laws, and then she, that's what she ran with. <laughs> that's what basically happened. And then all of a sudden, they go out. They have this great time together to the museum. She loves, apparently, history. And, um, you know, she took her to a great spot. They bonded. And then when they hugged each other, I was just like, oh, my God. She yeah. is hugging her mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that's the crazy thing. It's like, what? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say with Miss Devin. It's just, I really, I hate to say this. I really think that she did this for the fame. And unfortunately, there were two kids that got kind of trapped in this. So... Because I, he's been all over Instagram lately with Mr. Topher Park. And uh, it's been a lot less entertaining. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you on that one. So moving on, safe to say to move on from this couple. Oh, yes, please. Please do. Let's go into... Jenny and Samit, because again, there wasn't much, this might be in a two hour episode, there wasn't much going on. So I feel like let's just talk about Jenny and Samit. Um, you know, Jenny's excited, like she's just going all American now, and kind of just like, oh my gosh, the divorce is finalized, it's so awesome, I'm so excited. I've got my man. <laughs> I've got my man. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to get married her visa's literally running up like she is playing the 90 day fiance literally she's just like i need to get married we need to get married we need to get our life started in our future now with jenny and samit uh, you know she does find out from samit that the parents still don't agree with their relationship regardless right. um you know Dad really did help him a lot to get out of his current relationship, but she did not know about it. And she wished that he would have told him, hey, why didn't you tell me that your parents didn't still don't approve of this relationship? Right, right. So, so with these guys, they are really trying to figure out what's going to happen next. Um, they do kind of like a little bit of a ceremony to thank um, their, let's just say their their person of faith that this right. divorce has been cleared. Like it's, you know, that they get to live in happiness. And then he talks about this ring ceremony, but she's just like, who's going to come? Who's going to be invited? So he talks about his, uh, you know, invite our friends or my brother and maybe his wife will show up. I don't know. Right. Um, the next step is the ring ceremony. So she's really excited. She's really amped. She's dying to get this ring ceremony out of the way. And also she wants to be married. Like the biggest thing here. It's it's her visa. She's just worried that it's going to expire. Then she's got to go back and figure out what she's going to do next. Right. But then remember, guys, COVID hits. COVID hits. And 
actually I had a friend that was uh oh, that that was over in India when COVID hit and lockdown was not fun. Like we thought we were inside, they were inside inside like oh my gosh. It it was bad. It was really bad like the whole country was completely shut down. Um in fact, she could only get internet certain times of the day. It was it was really it was really a crazy experience for her and all she could do is like tell loved ones, you know, that she was okay. So, yeah, they they covid hits and as for as, as like most quarantine couples, quarantine tests the relationship. <laughs> Because at first, it's the relationship of Jenny's dreams. You know, she's trapped with her loving, loving Samit, or as she calls him, her Samit. And it's amazing. And after a while, she realizes that she is going stir crazy in a house, not being able to go anywhere. Like, literally anywhere. (laughs) She can't go anywhere, but you know, she's been very needy lately. Like the poor guy needs to work four jobs. Like we explained about this last week. And it's like, well, Jenny needs me because she doesn't want to feel alone. Well, Jenny, this is a wake up call. If you want this future, you want this thing to happen. Man's got to work. Like what's going on with these women who go across the other world who are thinking like, I can't be alone, but how are we going to afford everything? But I need you to work. Like it's, it reminds me of Ariella a little bit. Like, seriously, what is happening with Jenny? Like for her, okay. She's a grown person. Yes. She can be that, that person that stands out in the crowd in this country, but like, this guy's got to work. And I know they're going through right. COVID and she's kind of like, oh my God, I'm happy I got my submit, my submit, my submit. But at the same time, when COVID's over for them, which we don't even know because everyone's on different stages in different countries and cities. Right. What's going to happen? Is she, is she going to have to come back because time's up? Because we still are wondering what's going to happen with her visa too. Right. Because that was the thing was, was will her visa be extended because of COVID? And, and this is a crazy thing. I mean, understand at that point we were all at a standstill trying to figure out what the heck is going on so i i don't know i don't know but i don't i think because we see her having um conversations with christina her daughter and it doesn't look like you know it's going how she dreamt it would go I, I, that's the only way I could put it. It's like, it's, it's, it's one of those things of, I think she had the Disneyfication of how, you know, she was going to have her happily ever after. And there were going to be like, you know, some little frogs or some little birds or some little whatever's singing in the background, dancing at her wedding as she moved happily ever after into the sunset. You know, I I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know what's up with this couple. Like, it's just, 
again, it reminds me of Ariella and Binyam. This is another, this is like the younger version of Ariella and Binyam. Yeah. Without the baby. It's, it's just, it, it amazes me. And it's, I'm kind of like lost for words here of how it's like, you know, uh, you know, either way, Samit has to pay all that money back to his dad. Yeah. And have you noticed that during quarantine, Samit is going gray? Yes, he is. He's, I was like, oh my gosh, Jenny is aging him. <laughs> <Big time. laughs> for real honestly i have nothing else to say to them besides next week you know we see them with the brother and the sister and the parents will not approve of their relationship and they're not sure what's going to happen and it's just like what is going to happen with them right right so we'll see what happens okay so who do you want to talk about next oh boy Let's just get Tim and Melisa out the way. Yeah, I let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> so we know Tim, aka Cheese Stick, aka you know Melisa's whipping boy, um, <laughs> is uh, preparing for his mom and his aunt Carmen to come, and they're just like he's excited, but he's nervous. Because he knows that for his mom, this isn't just a, hey, let's see Colombia. This is more of a, hey, let's check and, and see that Melisa is doing what she's supposed to do. And Tim is okay. And nobody's trying to, uh, you know, get get over on my son. But, and Melisa is not happy because we find out that she and Robin, Tim's mom, don't have the best past in the world. Now they hinted at it last week, but now we're starting to find out that somehow Tim and Melisa got into a fight. I'm not sure if this is before the cheating, after the cheating, but they get into a fight and mom pulls a mama Debbie. She threatens to call the cops on Melisa. And then she starts saying that Melisa may not be the best choice for him. And oh boy, that starts craziness, which honestly, I can't blame Melisa. Nobody wants to feel that way. Like, you know, they're under a threat all the time, honestly. So, you know, she, she does have her reasons for feeling this way, but regardless of anything, when it's time to pick them up from the airport, Robin and Carmen, Melissa comes with, which was like surprising to me because it's like, you were just saying how you didn't want to be around this woman. But now she's like, you know, she's in the car with him and they're going to pick, you know, mom and aunts up from the airport. And she even, you know, runs and hugs mom when she sees them come out of the doors. It's like, Okay, when is this? And and I don't know, were you like really apprehensive as well? As like, when is this going left? When is this going left? When is this going left? Because that's why I was feeling like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. A hundred percent. Yeah, I was just like, when is the showdown going to happen? Where right. is, like, when is it happening? Something's got to happen here. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is getting ready to go nuts. But... So she, uh, they get home 
they get home and mom is mom is kind of like you know she's letting them know and in her side interview she keeps saying stuff like oh my gosh i'm so surprised by how beautiful this country is and i'm like well what did i, I don't know i was so upset because it felt like she was just expecting someone to just like you know like murderers and drug dealers to be rampant just like waiting for her at the airport waiting to ambush her like this is it's like she's like this is the things that you hear about colombia and the drug cartels and i'm like what the heck was she hearing like lady stop watching too much scarface <laughs> she's been watching too many uh, drug dealing, yeah, like Pablo <laughs> Escobar. She's been yeah, watching way like, too many shows get, and movies. It's like, uh, lady, just you. We need you to erase your Netflix history so that this is not your your thoughts on Colombia. I guarantee she's watched that movie Colombiana with that female who her uncle was in the drug dealing. Uh, oh my gosh. And she's probably dreaming of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, no. So yeah, she's watched that. She's probably, like I said, watched Scarface and the Godfather. Uh, no, 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 Robin. That is, that is, that wasn't the rest of our thoughts about, you know, Colombia. That, that wasn't it at all. <laughs> So, you know, but they get to the apartment and they start talking and mom, but first off is like, so how's everything going? And that's when we see actually, you know, we see Melisa kind of tense up and she just kind of goes, you know, politely like, we're working on things. So it's like, oh gosh, here we go. And I don't know, is it me? But even in her side interviews, Melissa seems a little standoffish. Like she kind of tells you what's going on, but not fully. Because we didn't even find out that, um, you know, Tim's mom called the cops on her until Tim's mom said it, until Robin said it. Yeah, she's really definitely having her guard up because really she doesn't know what she's going to say. She doesn't want us to know too much. She's really trying to say just enough yeah. to keep us entertained and obviously us wanting to hear more. But in reality, there's obviously this whole fiasco that has happened. Both stories are not lined up. There's obviously two sides of every story. Right. But I feel like this is a situation where you know it's it's not going to be pleasant of an yeah. outcome because these two carry so much inside that i feel like they don't want to come at peace terms together like devin and the mother-in-law exactly exactly that's that's the crazy part it's it's just like even like when when they're in the in the living room talking and they're just like oh my gosh you know it's 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 so polite but you can feel the tension you can kind of feel the tension and 
even then when she says, well, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I, um, I'm going to spend the night at my parents. And at first I thought that Robin was going to be like, but why? But Robin like kind of catches the shade train with her and is kind of like, okay, I think that's for the best. It's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> shade train just went by. Like, What the heck is going on with these two? And, and, and the funny thing is she leaves and, and, I don't I don't know whether she actually expected them to beg her to stay because even when she comes back out her with Tim she's like, "Well, aren't you going to walk me downstairs?" It's like, "Uh uh oh oh okay. Like, what's with the attitude? You're the one that decided to leave." Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I really don't know with these two. Um, again, another couple that I don't even know what's going to happen, but uh, they have such a history that they don't want to be the one to say it was my fault or say I'm right. sorry. They don't want to apologize. They don't want to. It's like they're trying to ignore it and kind of move on for the cameras because now being on camera, they're realizing like, how much can I say? How much can I not? How much is this going to affect me? Right? Like, you know, it's, it's a tough situation, but would these two ever get along? I'm not sure. How many more beers are they going to have as they walk around through the city? Like how many beers they're going to have in order for them to be relaxed and have a conversation? What happens if the beers weren't there? Would there be some sort of like, you know, this relationship not going to work out? Like, I know she's trying hard, but she really doesn't want to be there. That's the reality of Maylee's. She's trying hard, but doesn't want to be here and doesn't want to deal with it. Doesn't I don't even know if she wants to be with Tim. That's the thing. It's like, does she want to be with Tim? Does she not want to be with Tim? It's it's kind of like she wants to and and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's almost like I get the impression that she wants a fallback relationship. And what I mean by that is she wants to do what she wants to do, but if everything doesn't work out the way she planned, at least I always have Tim, and and, and that's the way I, I feel about her. That That's really the way I feel about her. It's like Tim is her backup plan. Like he's not even her first, her first go-to. He's her backup plan. Yeah, I see that. I definitely do. Yeah, I definitely see that with them. But we know that Becky's there. Is it Aunt? No, it's not Aunt Becky. I'm I'm so off. Armin. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> For some reason, she looked like a Becky. But uh, her Aunt Carmen's there. Um, we've got Tim's mom. You know, it's interesting to see how this trip is going to play out because of this whole tension and, you know, Tim does sit down with his mom next week's episode and kind of just say like, so what's been really going on? What's happening? Do you plan on staying here? Right. Or not? Like, what is it? Because let's be real here. What we see on TV is that Bailey's kind of just doesn't want to be with Tim. Another one, because of right. the fame's coming to her. Why not just be famous for the time being? And, uh, you know, is it, is it really worth being with Tim? I don't think they will be together. I, I don't think so either. I mean, if if I ever I saw a couple that just wasn't trying, it's Tim and Maylee's. They're just not trying. Exactly. They're definitely not trying. So 
I've got nothing else to say about this couple. It's just me. It's clear to me that Maylise does not want to be with Tim. Right. So let's move on to our last couple. Brittany, Brittany, and Yazin. So, oh my God. <laughs> so, Brittany and Yazin have a fight, as we saw from last week, before Brittany gets on the plane and she's telling the producers that, you know, this is the first time I realized that they're not just riding in Ubers, they're riding in production cars. Um, because on the way to the airport, she's telling the producers, I don't think I'm going to go to Jordan. And because he yelled at her and he's like, you know, I, I don't know whether he was drunk or like he's just losing it. Because in a way, I, maybe it's all the stress getting to Yazin. Um, but he yells at her for him crashing his car. So she's like, you know, I'm over it. I deserve better than this. I'm a powerful woman. You know, she's 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 giving herself the Darcy speech. You know, um, and so she's she's then decides afterwards, you know what? I'm gonna go to Jordan because my friend is coming and we're just gonna make it a girls' trip in Jordan. Okay. I I, I didn't get that, but Mm, do what you want. But so she decides to get on the plane, gets to Jordan. And even though these two are fighting and have not communicated, they some still somehow still expect to meet up in the airport. So she gets off the plane. She's looking for Yasin. Yasin gets to the airport and he's looking for Brittany. Now, here's the funny thing. Okay, I have a question. When have you ever, Angelica, gone to the airport to look for somebody to pick them up and just sat down randomly? <laughs> okay, is this seat taken? Can I sit here? Yeah, that's that was poor action from Yasin. I'm usually the one trying to look for them. I'm trying to be like in a spot where people can see me. Right. Like I'm just like waving my hands up in the air when I see them. Like, oh, we're here, we're here, we're here. Like that crazy person at the airport, like making sure you see me because there's always millions coming through those doors. Right. And right. there's a ton of people obviously waiting. But, you know, why are these, these two even still being filmed? Like, it's just. I don't know. I don't know. But of course, she gets to Jordan. And she finds the only taxi driver that, of course, speaks English and is a legit taxi driver. Yay, production. Um, <laughs> and so she, uh, you know, she hops in a, in, in a cab, you know, pretty much American style to get to the, the hotel that she's booked. And of course, in non-rom-com fashion, Yasin sees her last minute getting in the taxi with the taxi driver and thinks, Brittany's just ignoring me. She doesn't ever want to see me again. She's done this on purpose. <laughs> 
I don't even know what I'm doing here. Why am I standing here? Oh my gosh, she's just going to ignore me. This is, you know, the whole, remember, if you guys remember, F this, F you, F this, F you, F Britney, you know, it, that it took me back to that moment without minus, minus the blankety blank and the Smurf talk. I was like, oh my gosh, he is going to spin and he is going to curse out everyone in production. But he didn't. He was just like really mad and thinking that Britney is just ignoring him when she just plain out, dude, you sat down in the middle of an airport. Did you know how many people were around you? I think at that point, there were little kids that were taller than you with you sitting down. Like, are you kidding me? I don't know. So, but then again, this is a man that blamed her for him crashing his car when he was thousands of miles away. So, hmm, I don't know. Again, like you said, why are we still filming this couple? Yeah, and I loved how when we see during the commercials, David and Annie, when they bring up the car, she's just like, why you call Brittany? Call your insurance. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what the heck? Why? Why are we talking to Brittany about this? So what I can say is that, again, Yazin is in love with Brittany. Brittany is not so much in love with Yazin. This guy, he's just playing that victim card being on TV, being that opportunity to become Instagram famous even more. And that's the reality. That's right. the reality. Brittany's not in it for the relationship. Come on, guys. If she really was, she would have been trying hard, just like Jenny and Samit, just right. like, I don't know if you can say about Ariel and Binya, but, you know, uh, <laughs> she she has to try harder if she actually right. is in love with him. But really, she's not. And I love how her friend was kind of just like, are you sure about this? You sure you're not going to talk to him? Are you sure about everything? And she's like, oh, so if we're going out, like, don't, don't you think you should cover up a little bit? Like, her friend actually did the research and kind of figured, okay, if I'm going to Jordan, what do I need to expect? Meanwhile, Brittany's just like, you know, hey, it's America. I can do whatever I want in jordan and right and and they go to the market and the guy plain out calls her a sin yep definitely mm-hmm mm -hmm. hey britney is just doing britney and she's really not respecting the culture she's not respecting at least her friend could say like exactly. you know she does look stylish but she covered up because she knows how it is she didn't fully cover up fully but at least she covered up like Brittany's just there breaking the rules and trying to be disrespectful and you know that's what she gets but also Brittany is not in love with Yasin there's no way she's in love with him she just figured I can get on the show and be with this guy honestly yeah yeah because then these two end up at a bar and I mean like did you not notice that in the bar there are only men <laughs> I mean it's like, oh my gosh. I, I wouldn't have even felt comfortable sitting there. It's just a bar with only men. Yeah, no. No. Even in even in even in New York, that's an uncomfortable situation. Oh yeah. Like there's been bars in Toronto where you're kind of like, all right, I'm just going to leave, right? So Exactly, exactly. And it's not like they didn't have anything to drink in their room. Like you could have just gone back to your room and drank. So I don't know. I don't know.
I honestly don't know either, but bottom line, Brittany's not in love with Yasin. Yasin is in love with her. You can really tell because he's trying, even though he's right. got this. They both have this toxic relationship and communication. So what else could we say? <laughs> I don't know, but you know, this couple here. We'll see what's what's going on with them because this is another couple that's kind of been not so much, but they have kind of let the cat out the bag that they're not together. Uh, but I guess they're kind of still kind of adhering to TLC's rules where they're not confirming or denying whether they are or aren't together. So. Yeah. Well, I can't believe we went through all the couples. This time we had a smooth going live with this new program, which we are loving so much so yeah. far. <laughs> so far, so good. Um, but, you know, guys, tell us what you think. What do you guys think of this, this episode? Um, definitely tune in tomorrow. We are going live. Family Chantel is tonight. It's going to be big, 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 big and amazing. We cannot miss this interaction with Alejandro and yeah. Mama, Chant uh, Mama Chantel. God help me. Um, Pedro's mom. <laughs> but the, the others do go to the Philippines. So we're going to see how that goes. But you know, I guess it's safe to say to wrap this up. No? Let's do it. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in and that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. Hi, this is Michelle Miller from Mentors on the Mic podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken. AKA the gentleman of the pajamas lifestyle podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And you are listening to a little bit of everything with Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 